working. And this is crucial because an efficient detox system can help manage ADHD symptoms more effectively. It's like knowing the strengths and the weaknesses of your car's engine. You can fine tune it uh, to get the, the best performance. So the more you know about your genetic makeup, the better equipped you'll be to navigate the complexities of ADHD. Welcome to the Soaring Child Podcast, where parents of children with ADHD learn tips and tricks to help their child soar at home, at school, and in life. We feature interviews with experts, medical professionals, and parents just like you who are learning how to reduce ADHD symptoms using food and other natural strategies because children with ADHD deserve to soar just like every other child. I'm your host, Dana Kay. Hello, parents, and welcome back to another edition of the Soaring Child podcast. I'm thrilled to have you join me for the third and final installment of our eye-opening series on ADHD and genetics. In our previous episodes, we explored the role of genetics in ADHD and unpacked the significance of MTHFR in the ADHD and autism conversation. Today, we're discussing a topic that's often underestimated, but really holds an immense importance, detoxification and oxidative stress. It's a subject that touches the very core of what we do at the ADHD Thrive Institute, supporting families in their journey to better understand and manage ADHD using natural strategies. Detoxification may not be the first thing that comes to mind when you think about ADHD, but it is a crucial piece of the puzzle. So in this episode, we are going to unravel that connection between uh, detoxification oxidative stress and ADHD symptoms. We're going to shed the light on why these things matter for our kids and really provide you some practical insights and strategies that you can implement in your family's life starting today. So we're going to start by discussing what detoxification actually means and why it's crucial for managing ADHD. So detoxification is kind of, you know, your body's way you know, the natural way of clearing out those toxins and those harmful substances. Think of it as your sort of like internal cleaning crew that sweeps through your cells, through your tissues and organs to really keep everything running smoothly. You know, we're exposed to toxins and harmful substances in more places than you actually might think. It's not just industrial waste or pollution. It's also in everyday items like processed foods filled with artificial additives, household cleaning products, personal care items like shampoos and lotions, and even the air we breathe in our house and, of course, outside our house as well. There are pesticides on fruits and veggies. There's heavy metals like lead and mercury that can be found in some water and some fish. These toxins are pretty much everywhere. And and while our body are built to handle some level of detoxification, the sheer volume of exposure these days can be overwhelming, especially for individuals with ADHD who might already have sensitive systems. 
toxins can mess with your brain chemistry. Uh, it can mess with your immune system, leading to inflammation and something called oxidative stress, which we'll talk about in a second. Now, as you probably already know, if you've been listening to this podcast for very long, inflammation in the body can exacerbate ADHD symptoms. So detoxification isn't just about general health. It's also a key player in managing ADHD symptoms more effectively. Now I mentioned oxidative stress. So oxidative stress sounds like a complex term, but it's basically an imbalance between something called free radicals in our body and antioxidants in our body. So imagine free radicals as like the little rebels causing chaos. <laughs> My older brother and sister would have said that that was me when I was younger, you know, damaging the cells and messing with your DNA. Antioxidants are kind of like the peacekeepers. My sister would say that, you know, that's her, <laughs> the peacekeeper that tries to neutralize, you know, all of those little rebels. Oxidative stress happens when there's an overload of free radicals and not enough antioxidants to neutralize them. So these free radicals are a natural byproduct of processes like metabolism, but they can also come from external sources like pollution, like unhealthy foods, and even stress. Now, normally your body has a system of antioxidants that can keep these free radicals in check. But sometimes, whether due to poor diet or environmental factors or even genetic predisposition, that balance between the two tips in the other way. Uh, when there are too many free radicals and not enough antioxidants to counteract them, that's when oxidative stress kicks in. So it's like having too many troublemakers and not enough security guards really leading to a chaotic situation that can worsen ADHD symptoms. So as you can see, detoxification and antioxidation is a really important part of naturally reducing ADHD symptoms. So I'm going to now dive into the genetics. I want to dive deeper into the specific genes related firstly to detoxification. So we've got GSTT1, we've got GSTM1, and we've got GSTP1, and how they can impact your ability to manage ADHD symptoms effectively. So first on our list is GSTT1. Now, this is one of three major players in the detoxification game, and this gene specifically focuses on how efficiently your body can eliminate oxidants and other toxins. You know, when they're floating around, they can contribute to feelings of fatigue and low energy. Now, when we test for this specific gene, we're looking at something called a copy number variation or a CNV for short. Having both copies of the gene means you're operating at full capacity in terms of your detoxification. If you've got just one copy, that's suboptimal. And if you have zero copies, your ability to remove toxins is significantly reduced. So this means that you may take longer to recover from illnesses. You likely have a low tolerance level when it comes to alcohol and other recreational substances. Obviously, when we're talking about it in terms of our kids, we're not really interested in that right now, but you might find as their parent that you've got a low tolerance. It could be this gene that's playing a part. You might likely be a, a lightweight drinker. You know, you may find that after periods of excessive energy 
infection or significant physical or mental activity, you need some time to rest and recover before you're back to optimal function. You may also experience fatigue, tiredness, and lack of energy throughout the day. But remember, it's not just about the result of this one particular gene. Your overall detoxification could still be functional when we take into consideration the other two genes like GSTM1 and GSTP1, okay? So I've I've seen kids that have had zero genes in that GSTT1 but have got both, both copies in the GSTM1 and fully operational in the GSTP1 and their detoxification pathways were working great. So remember, it's not just about one gene's results. It's how they sort of come together for that overall picture in that child's body. So let's dive into the next one, which is GSTM1. And this gene shares detoxification duties with GSTT1. So very similar, but it has an additional role in fortifying the strength of your gut lining and its resistance to inflammation, okay? We know that the gut is super important with ADHD. We know that reducing inflammation is super important with ADHD as well. So like GSTT1, this GSTM1 is also tested as a copy number variation. Holding both copies means optimal function. But what if you have zero copies? In that case, not only might you experience detoxification challenges similar to the first one we talked about, uh, but you may also face gut discomfort, uh, symptoms of irritable bowel syndrome, particularly if your methylation profile is also suboptimal, which we talked about in the previous episode. Then we layer on the last gene. We're going to turn our attention to GSTP1. This gene also plays a role in detoxification, but it has a unique function in helping your body rid itself of heavy metals and harmful chemicals. Now, these can particularly lead to brain fog and migraines, okay? So if you're suffering from migraines constantly, it could be that your GSTP1 gene is compromised. So unlike the GSTT1 and the GSTM1, This one is tested for a mutation rather than a copy number variation. If you have a partial or a full mutation in this gene, you're likely to be more sensitive to strong scents like perfumes, uh, candles, air fresheners, or paints. So I know that there are a number of people that, uh, that sort of say, I just can't be around people that are wearing perfume or you just can't have candles going or please don't wear you know any scents on your body because it really brings on migraines or it really makes me feel sick that could be their gstp1 gene being compromised you may uh, experience more frequent migraines or headaches you'll also need to be cautious about heavy metal exposure so like watching your seafood intake for mercury levels so Isn't it super interesting? I totally geek out on all of this. Uh, So we add those three genes together to get the overall picture of what possibly that detoxification pathway could look like. Now I want to dive deeper into the specific genes that relate to antioxidation. SOD2 and GPX. So these genes are all about managing oxidative stress. So if you think about it, okay, if you remember back to last episode, 
methylation is responsible for making toxins water soluble, okay? Then we go to our detoxification pathways and we just talked about those genes. Think about if your detoxification pathways are compromised. All those toxins are going to stay in your body. So this antioxidation section that we're going to be talking about is your susceptibility to those toxins causing that oxidative stress. So they kind of all play with each other. They all connect to each other. So let's dive into these genes. The SOD2 gene encodes the enzyme superoxide dismutase number two. Again, I told you it was really, really complicated. Um, Basically, it's instrumental in breaking down potentially harmful oxygen molecules in cells. This process is crucial for preventing damage to the tissues and cells. So in the context of ADHD, oxidative stress can exacerbate symptoms by affecting neurotransmitter regulation and neural development and increasing inflammation in the body. So understanding how well your SOD2 gene functions can really offer insights into your body's ability to manage that oxidative stress, which is particularly relevant for our kiddos with ADHD. Now, the next gene, GPX, uh, on the other hand, it encodes for the enzyme glutathione peroxidase. So this enzyme plays a vital role in protecting the body from oxidative damage by converting harmful hydrogen peroxide into water. Again, super complicated, but hopefully you can kind of get the picture. So SOD2, uh, like SOD2, the GPX gene is also crucial for managing oxidative stress. So an inefficient GPX gene could contribute to increased oxidative stress, which in turn could aggravate ADHD symptoms. So knowing the status of both of these genes can really help in tailoring strategies to combat oxidative stress, thereby offering another layer of support in managing our kiddos' ADHD symptoms. Again, super fascinating totally geeking out over here. Wonder if you guys are geeking out as well. Send me an email, send me a PM and tell me what your thoughts are because I just absolutely love this stuff. Dana Kay here, host of the Soaring at Child podcast. Have you ever felt like you were stuck on an emotional roller coaster because of your child's ADHD symptoms? Years back when my son's ADHD symptoms were really bad, I remember asking myself, why us? Why does my family have to struggle so much? If you can relate, I want to personally invite you to join my upcoming free live masterclass. Learn actionable steps to naturally alleviate ADHD symptoms, sometimes in as little as 30 to 90 days. Even if you've attended one of my masterclasses in the past, this one is jam-packed with fresh insights you won't want to miss. During this can't-miss session, you'll discover proven strategies that successful parents use to reduce ADHD symptoms effectively and quickly. No gimmicks or unproven methods. Discover practical research-backed strategies that could improve your child's ADHD symptoms in the next 90 days. Look for the link to sign up to attend in the show notes of this episode. 
If you've been tuning in this month, you know now that understanding your genetics, it, it isn't just about tracing your ancestry and or your predicting your eye color. Or in my case, I don't know if you heard the episode where I talked about this. In my case, if I eat asparagus, I'm more like to have a smelly urine. Okay, let's just say I've got that gene, but my urine is not smelly after I eat it. They eat that asparagus. It's more like having a user manual for your body. So when it comes to ADHD, the information, it is invaluable. Knowing how genes are like all of the ones I mentioned, if you want me to rattle them off, here they go, GSTT1. GSTM1, GSTP1, SOD2, and GPX function and can give you insights into how well your body's detoxification pathways and antioxidation functions are working. And this is crucial because an efficient detox system can help manage ADHD symptoms more effectively. It's like knowing the strengths and the weaknesses of your car's engine. You can fine tune it uh, to get the, the best performance. So the more you know about your genetic makeup, the better equipped you'll be to navigate the complexities of ADHD. So you're probably thinking to yourself, you've got this genetic information now. What's next? How can you use it to lighten the toxic load on your body and optimize these pathways? Well, I'm so glad that you asked. (laughs) There are definitely a couple of key strategies to consider. Now, the most straightforward way to help reduce the load on your body and optimize detoxification is through diet. Yes, of course, diet is the foundation of everything. Steer clear of foods that are known to cause inflammation, gluten, dairy, soy, and anything with artificial flavors and colors. Highly processed foods, yep, they're off the list too. Instead, focus on fresh green foods. These are like the powerhouses of nutrients like folate, fiber, and calcium, which not only support your liver, which is critical in the detoxification, uh, which will obviously aid in that detoxification process working more effectively. Think of adding like kale uh, or even cilantro to your smoothies. These greens are also rich in antioxidants, which are your body's natural defense against toxins. Another way to give your, your detox pathways a boost is by supporting your body's production of glutathione. So you remember me talking about um, one of the those genes compromise that that um, that that process. Glutathione is a super antioxidant. So foods like garlic, onions, uh, cruciferous vegetables. So I think things like cauliflower, Brussels sprouts, and broccoli. These can help your body produce more of this detox superstar. Don't forget about hydration, though. Water is essential for every cellular process in your body, including detoxification. So really swap out those sugary drinks and store-bought juices for good old-fashioned water. You would say water if you're from America or water I say water. (laughs) You can add a twist of lemon. You can um, infuse it with fruit like watermelon and and mint. Uh, You can do orange slices and, and lemon slices or lime slices just to make it a little bit more enjoyable for our kiddos. But also when you add lemon to it, it adds a bit of extra detox power, which is fabulous. Now let's delve into some practical and safe ways to support detoxification, especially for our kids with ADHD. First, I want to say a word of caution. 
The detox methods that I'm discussing here are gentle and they're meant for everyday use. If you're considering a more intense detox regime, it is crucial to consult a qualified healthcare practitioner because more heavier detox can really affect the body in negative ways if you don't know what you're doing. So let's get to it. One of the most straightforward ways to help your child detox is to ensure they're having regular bowel movements. Yes, we're talking about number twos here. (laughs) It's essential that they're going at least once a day and that the stool is the right consistency. So neither too hard nor too soft. If constipation is an issue, consider using castor oil packs. These packs have been used for centuries uh, across various cultures for their health benefits. So applying a castor oil pack over the liver or pelvic area can really help shift the body into a relaxed state, which is crucial for detoxification. Uh, This is especially important for kids with ADHD who often live in a state of stress, making it harder for their bodies to detox naturally. There's a lot of other benefits of castor oil. Um, It includes things like increased lymphatic circulation, liver detox support, reduced inflammation, and even improved sleep and stress management. How cool is that? It's like a holistic approach that benefits the entire family. So let's move on to detox baths. Love detox baths. My kiddos do them about three times a week. You lie in there for about 20 minutes at a time. You want to opt for magnesium flakes over Epsom salts for better absorption. And these baths not only help with detox, but also aid in relaxation and can be a soothing pre-time, pre-bedtime routine. The next things are saunas, okay? Not like the saunas that you see at the gym or at the pool. Saunas are infrared uh, saunas. They are the finest single additional modality for toxic metal elimination and detoxification. It's safe for kids over the age of six to use infrared saunas for up to about 20 minutes at a time, but always check with the provider where you're doing that a sauna. So there's different levels of saunas. Uh, make sure that wherever you're getting it done, that you check for that particular sauna and what's the best amount of time for your child and their age. Always monitor your child during and after the session to see how they react to the heat. And then a few tips for a safe sauna experience, including staying hydrated as much as possible and ensuring the sauna has zero EMFs, electromagnetic fields. Milk thistle is another natural uh, detoxifier that supports the liver. It also supports the kidney and gallbladder function. It provides powerful anti-inflammatory properties and antioxidant protection. So it is effective at naturally reversing toxicity in the body by supporting the body in the removal of those free radicals that we were talking about, but also the removal of other toxins and heavy metals, you know, so the body will have a better digestive and lymphatic function. Both of these are key to a strong and balanced immune system. You can get it in so many different flavors. We like the tea. There's like a milk thistle tea. It's kind of like a vanilla-y flavor. My kids love it. You can get it in powder, you can get it in drops, uh, and you can really incorporate it into your family's diet uh, easily. You can can add ground milk thistle uh, into baked goods when you're doing muffins. You can add it into smoothies or even buying that tea that I mentioned. 
Essential oils can also be a powerful tool for detoxification. They help to move energy and prevent stagnation in the liver and the gallbladder. And that obviously also aids in the removal of toxins. I have done uh, a full episode on essential oils that you can check out if you would like to learn more. Now, lastly, you want to consider incorporating something called skin brushing. Okay, you want to bring it in on a daily basis, maybe starting to do it once a day before taking a bath or a shower. You have to understand the skin is our largest organ and plays a vital role in detoxification. You may be thinking that adding another step into your already busy routine is too much, but besides the baby soft skin, the benefits of dry brushing go way beyond just your skin. I want to just talk about some of the the benefits in detail. So we we talked about the lymphatic system. It is compromise of a series of nodes throughout the body that are connected to one another by lymph vessels. Now, the nodes contain immune cells that help fight infection within the body or keep harmful substances out. So dry brushing can help to stimulate the lymphatic system to help the body detoxify. It can also uh, um, help with exfoliation. Dry brushing with a natural bristle brush helps remove dead skin seals for that softer, more vibrant skin. So for us, you know, ladies, we want a bit more of that softer skin. It's good for that one too. When you're shopping for a dry brush, you just want to look for a brush with natural fibers. And what you can do is you can start at the feet and brush in an upward motion covering each section of your leg with 10 long, smooth strokes to activate the lymphatic system. It is recommended that all strokes along the body be guided towards the heart or the center of the body. You want to repeat this process with the arms by starting at the hands and moving up towards the shoulders, brushing each section 10 times. For the torso and underarms, you want to brush in a circular clockwise motion. For the face, a more delicate face-specific brush is required as the body brush will be a little bit too harsh for the face. You might want to pause this episode. You might want to rewind it and write that down so you know how to do it. Uh, Or put a bookmark here so you can come back and learn about that later. So those are some of my favourite ways for families of children with ADHD to support optimal detoxification pathways in their children. But if you've been listening in the past few weeks, you know this is part three of a three-part series on genes, okay? So if you haven't listened to the first two parts, go back and listen for the last two weeks and you'll hear them out because it really, they all play together. So before we wrap up today's episode, I want to let you know that we're taking a short break to enjoy the holiday season. We'll be off the air for one week, but don't worry, we'll be back with more episodes on January 4th. I want to take this opportunity to say I hope you all have a wonderful holiday season filled with joy, filled with relaxation and quality time with your loved ones. I really can't wait to connect with all of you in the new year and continue this absolutely amazing journey helping our kiddos thrive thank you for joining me on this week's episode of the soaring child podcast i'm dana k your adhd health practitioner keep on thriving 
Thank you for listening to the Soaring Child podcast today. To learn more about how to help your child with ADHD soar using natural strategies, visit our website at ADHDthriveinstitute.com and follow us on social media at ADHD Thrive Institute.